Warning, this podcast supplemental contains adult language, spoilers, news bulletins, honorifics, strangeness, comic reviews, and poochoos. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Spyrokin Manga Review Supplemental. This is your host, Zan, and unfortunately not with me today is my co-host, Mason. She has to earn money to make a living, so she can't be here today. And as you probably guessed, this is not episode 10. Don't worry, it's coming soon. We just have some minor things to take care of. As If you haven't read the website, the death top has died. So bow our heads in silence for its death. Well, it's not dead. It's just that it's not accepting a charge. Battery isn't loading. It's a huge fucking mess. My new computer should be done by Monday. So at that point, we'll be able to record episode 10. So you guys are probably wondering why the hell do we even have a supplemental at this point if we are if we went from 9, supplemental, then 10. The reason why is that since Mason isn't here, we just want to give you some news updates. Also, like I said, we're going to give you a little def- definition and explanation about honorifics and also just pimp out a bunch of stuff. So anyway, before any of the manga news, any of the stuff about Comic-Con, any of the honorific stuff, I have to say this beforehand. The Dark Knight was fucking awesome. Me, Mason, Belson, Wolf, all of our friends went to see it. It was fucking awesome. Best movie of the year, definitely. And if Heath Ledger does not get the Supporting Actor Award, he was fucking robbed of it. I saw this in IMAX and in regular theater. Both were fucking awesome. IMAX, if you have a chance to go to IMAX, see it. It's worth the money. Trust me. Um, also, before the movie was the trailer for one film I've been waiting a long time for them to make. Watchmen. Oh, man. Been waiting for that manga for years. One of Alan Moore's best graphic novels. Arguably one of the best graphic novels of all time. And just very cool read. If you have a chance, and you can find it at this point because it's probably sold out everywhere, check it out. Also, look at the Watchmen trailer at watchthewatchmen.com. I shouldn't be pimping them out, but hey, I'm a fanboy. Give me a break. 
Uh, okay, now enough of the fanboyness. Now to get on to the news or information, basically. All right, so since this is a supplemental, we'll get into some of the new news. As we stated the last couple of episodes, there's nothing really going on until Comic-Con. Well, last week was Comic-Con, and a shitload of stuff came out. Now, first off, one of the most interesting things was, well, my friend went to Comic-Con. He didn't get take me, so I want to kick his fucking ass. But he had lots of cool information for me and also had a cool picture. At the Shonen Jump panel, besides the fact that Khan was one of the speakers, which I don't get how that works because Khan is a stuffed lion with a mod soul from Bleach. Uh, I don't get it either. Sitting next to him was the man himself, Mr. Marvel, Stan Lee. Stan Lee is working on a manga, and it's actually about two robots, one good, bad. They're from the feudal era, and they come to the future to fight. Now, sounds like Sakura Wars mixed with something else. I don't know. I will read it just because it's Stan fucking Lee. I mean, a lot of his stuff is the same orders left and right, but hey, it's Stan Lee. Okay, uh, so now on to some of the news from Comic-Con. Now, first off, let's go with Viz. Now, one, Viz is bringing a bunch of stuff in 99. Now, the big thing they're having is 20th Century Boys, which is about this guy who's a musician and his life and blah. But they're bringing the manga, and they're also bringing the live-action movie to DVD, like they did Cromartie High School, Train Man, GTO. So that should be a lot of fun. Also, they're bringing out Pluto. Now, for those of you who don't know, Pluto is this redone version of Astro Boy, but it's not Astro Boy. There's a character named Pluto who's this kind of I-hate-humans-type robot who's an anti-hero. So, that's coming out 2009, so that should be pretty interesting. Now, what else is going on? Well, besides those two, you have the fact that uh, Tekon Kincrete won the Eisner Award for manga, which is kind of interesting. If, for those who don't know, the Eisner Award is a ceremony that's done at Comic-Con, which is for the best graphic novel of the year. And Tekon Kincrete was main to a film. It's this weird manga. Uh, unless you're on acid, I don't recommend it. But, hey, a lot of people like it and won an Eisner. Okay, now on to other news. Yen Press is releasing Cirque du Freak, which is this weird manga about... These two boys who go to a freak show and they get bitten by a vampire and a spider and stuff happens. The cool thing is it's a four-panel manga, like we said with uh, Azumanga Daio. It's one of those, again, I don't know, Yen Press, I'm kind of not really enthralled with at this point. So we'll see what happens with them. So what else with them could we say? Well, ten manga were released and revealed be released for 2009 and for the most part some of them seem really cool some well let's get into it and i'm sorry if it's not as good as usual especially with mason missing but hey i'm trying the best i can so i may make a little mistakes here and there sorry okay well first off the first buzzworthy new manga for 09 that was being released you have subasa those with wings now that's made by the guy who made Fruits Basket, Natsuki Takaya. And this is about post-apoc series. For those who don't know, post-apocalyptic, alternate future horrific things happen. After the apocalypse, it's about two thieves, and they're looking for an object called the Subasa, which grants its owner special powers, and blah. 
And don't like the artwork. It seems like it's too flowery for my taste. Mason might like it. Well, I'll ask her next episode. Next, you have the Shinji Akari Raising Project by Us- Osamu Takahashi. Oh, must be a relative of Romiko. Anyway, this is by Dark Horse, and yes, it is another Gynex Neon Genesis Evangelion remix. This one is that Shinji's mother is still alive, and she's a main character, and then Rei is her niece. It's friendship and romance and comedy, and there's no giant robots. So, I'm an Ava fan. I'll read it. Okay, next you have by Shoujo Beat Manga, which is Viz, Honey Hunt. It's about a girl who has celebrity parents. And it's her, they're going to divorce and stuff is going on. Okay, so it's about a girl who has divorcing parents. Slice of life, eh, no interest. Next you have Oplay from Gokami. Remember we told you about Gokami was that really weird release group? But um, this is supposed to be announced end of the year. This is supposed to be released end of the year. I think it was pushed back. Now this is actually an interactive manga story, which is kind of weird. It's like those old dating simulator games, and it's just weird. Looks interesting. Kind of artist, kind of girly, but hey, it's a dating game. If you're single, you might like it. Next, by Deuce Press, you have Red Blinds the Foolish by Est M. And this one is about a Spanish matador. Yes, it doesn't take place in Japan. I know. I left the pause that so you can absorb that. It's a Spanish matador. So yes, we're seeing a bull get killed and tortured. Nice. Okay, next you have Oshimbo by Tetsu Kariya and Akira Hanasaki. This is coming out January. It's by Viz, another one. Sorry these aren't in any real order now. Oshinbo is actually another cookbook. It's supposedly the granddaddy of cooking manga. Unlike Addicted to Curry, unlike Iron Walk. Ken, this is completely different. This goes with every single type of food possible and actually does, you know, it plans the reader's seven course meals. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I just hope that they actually go with other stuff besides ra- ramen, sake, freaking, you know. I want something different, something interesting, like maybe baked goods. Uh, we'll see. Okay, then you have another one from Tokyo Pop is Meitsama. It's a girl who attends a school that's mostly male, and she's the school president, and she works at night secretly as a maid cafe. Okay. Fan service galore, possibly. Okay, another Tokyo Pop release, Orange by Benjamin. Oh, God. I'm already cringing. It's called Benjamin. It's The artist is named Benjamin. Now, either he's like Sting, where he only needs one fucking name, or... Well, we'll see. Now, Orange is about a woman who tried to commit suicide and gets stopped by a mysterious guy. And the guy commits suicide. Okay. I don't know what the fuck to say about that. That's just odd. Okay, now... Okay, next one is another shoujo beat manga. This is Otomen by Aya Kano. And this is another Hana to Yumi shoujo title. Now, it's another romance with a twist. With a twist! And this one is... Girl, a tomboy who's pretty. 
and the guy's a uh oh okay the guy's martial arts karate guy and he secretly likes cute things and the girls are reverse meh i'll read it but i don't think it's gonna be interesting next you have by cmx manga the name of the flower by ken saito now this is about a girl who parents die in an accident she's bounced around from relative to relative and she ends up living with the crazy recluse uncle uh, another slice of life. Bah. Give me something interesting. Come on. They could do better than this. I mean, well, let me see. Let me go back to this and see what else was released. Yeah, my friend's handwriting is horrible. I mean, it looks worse than doctor handwriting and my handwriting, which is pretty bad, as we've mentioned before. So let's see now. What else? We got Pluto, like I said earlier, which is from Viz Signature, which is the remake of... Astro Boy, the character. You have 20th Century Boys, which I said before is about the whole thing about the group of friends who, you know, something's wrong and they all remember seeing when they were younger. It's like, you know, just another slice of life. Then you have Circus du Freak, which I already said, which is coming out June of next year. Then you have one called by Dark Horse called Shinjuku by Mink and Yoshitaki Amano. Now, for those of you who don't know, Yoshitaki Amano actually was a guy who did the artwork for Vampire Hunter D. So he's a pretty big name guy. So this Mink guy, I hope he does, he's a good writer. Otherwise, this will suck and will be very bad. You know, it'll be poor use of Amano's skills. Now, according to what is written here, it's guy from oh special forces soldier turned bounty hunter travels the world catching criminals and goes to shinjuku to save his sister and only armed with his wits and a cryptic five-year-old postcard he saves the world i don't know might be cool i'll give it a read next you have by shonen jump magazine tagami bachi by hiroyuki asada sorry kind of mixing spanish and japanese thing long day anywho what is this about it's about world of darkness where sunlight is rare commodity only enjoyed by the rich and separated by class and they're giant insects and other things and they're letter the main characters are letter bees okay so it's city of light mixed with uh dark city mixed with battle angel alita that actually sounds kind of cool, but it's shown in jump, so I don't know. Ooh, this one looks cool. It's Nagima Neo by Ken Akumatsu and Takuya Fujima. Another Delray title, and it's a freaking remake of Nagima. Okay, that's cool. They got two remakes, which actually interest me. One, the Shinji Ikari uh, Rising Project, and now Nagima. And this looks cool because they all look like kids. And it actually looks kind of cool. And it's a remake and there's new characters. So, I will check it out. Okay, now next one is Dark Horse Manga Presents World Embryo by Daisuke Moriyama. That's this upcoming summer, which is next year. Now, this is originally supposed to be released by Tokyo Pop, but it's now Dark Horse. Now, it's... Weird viruses go through the phone, and there's an egg in the guy's living room, and something... Okay, I don't get it. Seems odd, but might be good. It's Dark Horse. Okay, Clamp is releasing another art book, 
which is called Clamp in America. Meh. No more art books. Yen Press is releasing in April GA Gaijutsuka Art Design Class by Satoko Kiyuduki. Now that is another Yonkoma, a four-panel manga. And this one is about a bunch of adorable-looking girls who learn the finer points of fine art technique. And they learn things like color theory. And that's why it's going to be fully in color. Okay, now that's kind of cool. It looks very moe. But, you know, moe meaning very cute and pretty. But, hey, that's kind of cool. It's about color theory. And for art students, this actually could be kind of cool to show. Well, I might be better than, you know, it might be a lot better. But we'll see. Ooh, next, by CMX Manga, which, for those of you who remember, I was narking on them about their shitty release of Tengo Tenge. But they're releasing Genghis Khan by Suichi Morimura and no, Nakaba Higurashi. And it's manly manga about Genghis Khan killing things. But Genghis Khan looks like a bishi sissy. Okay. That's just strange. I don't like it. And the final release from Comic-Con that they've revealed at this point is called Leave It to Pet or Makaseti Pet-kun by Sonishi Kenji. And it's going to be a Viz Kids release. And this one is about... Oh, it's an eco-conscious entertainment manga for youngins. So it's good for the environment. Now... Pet is an abbreviation for a type of plastic commonly used for bottles. And Leave It to Pet is about a boy who recycles a plastic bottle that comes to life and becomes his pet. Right. That's kind of barbaric. You you put a that's that's gonna mess with kids' heads because they're not gonna want to recycle bottles because they'll think it'll come to life. I mean it's a kind of it's like one of those what if premises, which is kinda a cool idea, but I don't know. The design looks really freaky. The pet looks like it's like a mixture of a bottle and a mushroom head. So, mm, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, so, anything else from Comic-Con for, for news? Mm, unless you guys want to know more about Watchmen and the fact that Batman was questioned. Not much else. Uh, oh, by the way, the opening theme was from the anime Zenki. Very cool one about a midget monster who gets big whenever you say his name in some thing. Very odd, a lot of Shintoistic, but looks kind of cool. Was long and boring and very cheap. So, hey, anyway, now on to the on to other news or other information. Now, as I said, I was going to go over honorifics. Actually, I said I was going to do this a while ago, so we're going to do it kind of now. Now, a lot of manga now have been releasing the whole at the beginning of the manga, we're going to have an honorifics explained. Now, most people, myself included now, know enough about the honorifics to just kind of be like, ah, oh, fuck it, and skip it. But since, you know, we're a manga review, and since most people don't read that, they'll just skip over, I'm just going to give you a couple overviews. And I'll give you some manga where a lot of them are prevalent. Now, the first one, which Mei-san uses, is San. Now, this is the most comic honorific. It's pretty much like Mr. and Mrs. It's an all-purpose honorific, and it's just a very polite way of saying, you know, like, if you're talking to me, you'd be like, Konnichiwa Zan-san, meaning, hello, Zan-san, or hello, Mr. Zan. A lot of times in English, they say it's Mr. and the name. But San is, you know, just a very polite way of addressing someone. 
Next, you have Sama. A lot of times you see girls who are getting beaten say, take me, take me blank Sama or, or uh, Aoi from uh, Aori Yoshi says, Kaoru Sama. And that is pretty much a step higher than Sana. It's, it's meaning great respect. Like you really respect the person and care about the person. It used to be used by feudal lords. So it's meaning, you know, like he is your lord. You're, you're, you're higher up. Next one, next big one they use a lot is Dono. Like um, that's, uh, that means lord. That's higher than Sama. And if again, from Aori Yoshi. Um, what is her name? Uh, Miyabi uses that to address Kaoru because he is betrothed to, to Aoi-chan. We're going to do Aori Yoshi eventually. Great series, one of my favorites. I actually have the entire thing in Japanese. The mangas, it's pretty cool. I'll take pictures of it and put it on the on the website. But okay, now, to get on to this further, next you have my personal favorite, Chan. Now, you say that like example, Bell-chan. We call her Bell-chan. The reason why is it's expressing endearment mostly towards girls. It's also used for little boys, pets, lovers, etc. It's like just being, you know, saying like cute, like, oh, look at the little boy. He's a Chan. You know, like um, if you have a son, like say the son's name is Tom. You say like, oh, Tom-chan, come here. You know, it's just a, a nice, endearing way. Um, a lot series translated as little, which is kind of weird, like, uh, Roroni Kenshin, if you watch the anime, says, Oh, little Yahiko. It sounds kind of stupid. Just better than, you know, I prefer Chan. Like, Bell Chan and whatnot. Anyway, next we have Kun. Now, this is at the end of a name. This is no suffix. This is pretty much, you know, you'd say Zan Kun for myself. Now, this is used for boys' names, and that's expressing familiarity, another endearment. This is used among men, among friends, and addressing someone younger of a lower stature. Um, you know, like if you read Nagima, uh, a lot of the older teachers will call him Negikun. Or, uh, what's another series which uses it? I mean, you have, well, it's just a lot of times just an endearing way for just kun. It's generally a senpai, I'll say it. Now, senpai, we'll go into that next. A senpai senai, that's the whole senior of a group or underclassman. It'd be like, okay, if you're, ta- if you're in 11th grade and a senior's talking to you, or if you're, in fr- if you're a junior in high school and you're, uh, not junior, if you're a freshman and a junior's talking to you, you will call them your senpai. Senpai is your higher up. Now, if you're talking to someone of a lower stature than you, that's going to be your kohai. That's like, you know, someone who's a lower thing. Like, if you're working in a store and you have a trainee come to you, he's your kohai. He's your, you know, just your a newcomer, someone interesting. And senpai, like I said, enough said. Next, we have bozu. Now, bozu isn't used a lot. It's used a lot in Nagima and also used a lot, surprisingly, in Baby and Me. And that is pretty much squirt. You know, like you're calling a kid, you know, hey, Squirt, get over here. It's just kind of a nice little, you know, informal way to talk to a boy. It's like saying, hey, kid, get over here, you know. Okay, now what else is there? Next you have Oju-sama. That's similar to Dono, but that's for female. That's talking to the sister, daughter, or female, female relative of someone in high society. 
uh, Man of Many Faces by Clamp, they constantly call the one girl that he's in love with, Oju-sama. It's like, Oju-sama, do you want a, a ice cream party? It's just pretty much you're saying, princess, come here, please do whatever, or, you know, daughter of my boss who I don't want to fire me. We'll do whatever you want. Okay, um, what else is there? Oh, Anesan or Nesan would be talking about, you know, older sister. Onisan is talking about older brother or someone who you view as an older, you know, like, you know how some guys say, hey, bro, how you doing? You'd say, hey, Onisan, could you help me out here? Or, you know, if it's a girl, it's Onesan. Um, besides that, I know there's a bunch of others which I can't remember for the fucking life of me. But the only other thing is really... If you go to Japan and you don't use any honorific, that's kind of insulting because that means you're in a really intimate relationship with the person. If you just say, uh, guy's name is Takashi. Hey, Takashi, how you doing? If you don't use kun or, or san, it means you're in a very close relationship or it, and it can be perceived as kind of insulting. So, all right. Well, anyway, like I said, there's all the books have different variations of the different suffixes some have more some have less some only have like three of them some have 15 of them and i kind of you know did a kind of half-assed version of it but hey we'll see what happens we'll see if you guys like it or not now on to a couple other things before i go because it's going to be a kind of short episode i know i've been babbling for about 25 26 minutes but besides this episode 10 is going to be coming out like i said the computer will be up and running by Monday, and then we'll record Monday night, so I'll be good. Next big thing, which is very important, very important, very important, is that Mason last week, or actually it was two weeks ago, sorry guys, she wanted she wanted to do a respin, and as we said, she couldn't do a respin, but we made into a poll if she can respin or not. If you go to our MySpace account, myspace.com forward slash Spiriken, S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N, or our website, spiriken.podbean.com, our poll is on there. Right now, it's a dead heat of four for her to be able to respin and four for her not to be able to respin, but I get a respin. I personally don't want a respin, but you guys vote. So you guys just click on there and vote and give her her opportunity to respin because otherwise, you know, she's going to be complaining how she doesn't want to read Honor of the Mice. I like the manga, but anyway, uh, I think that's it. I can't believe I babbled without a thing for 27 minutes. Ugh. But at least you guys got some information. This supplemental wasn't a complete waste. Uh, next supplemental will probably be in September for Heroes and also some other news because I'm a huge Heroes fan. Got to do... Got to pimp it out a little bit. And we'll also do some more news about manga. And also, before I forget, if you have any questions for us, our our email address is spirekin at gmail.com. Or if you want to contact me or Mason, we both have a personal Spirekin email, which is zon.spirekin at gmail.com or mason.spirekin at gmail.com. Now, to spell Mason is M-A-Y-S-A-N. To spell Zan, it's X-A-N, not Z-A-N. Some people have been saying Zan with the Z. It's an X. Anyway, I think that's about it. Uh, is there anything else we really need to do? Well, without Mason, not much. So anyway, as usual, I'm Zan. I hope you enjoyed the supplemental. Sorry, 10 isn't out yet. I hope you guys enjoy. Have a very good day, all right? And...
Keep listening. you got enjoyed if you're still listening you guys have a lot of guts talk to you later bye oh and before i forget the closing theme was the first opening of gundam wing later <laughs>